Well, that was an ordeal. Huh. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, boy. I didn't think we'd get here. I'm glad we have arrived. I'm glad it's all in the past. <laughs> we can never talk about it again. <laughs> uh, we had a little bit of trouble. More trouble than we've ever had in recent memory. I think our mic arms are just about ready Slowly for dying. Yeah. yeah. You now have a clamp. I do. It's still not as big as mine. It's taller. No, it's not. I'm looking at it. It's got nothing. Someone get the ruler. Look, but my guy's only half masked right now. So he is very. When it's standing up, it's definitely taller. He's not as proud as he usually is. Yeah. He's a little shy next to mine. Yeah. It's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I love how far this metaphor has gone. Well. But I think I do love it. It's so easy to do. Uh, the clamps, <laughs> man. They're so phallic. Virile. Virile. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Today is, um, we had a slow go of it today. Yeah, I think it's going to be apparent in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we had a big, well, we've kind of gotten into a swing where we will record and then dash off or get up early in the morning yes. and record first thing yeah, and then have the rest of the day. Out. It's been a long time since we've like had a whole pretty good full day. Of just hanging out. Yeah. And now we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> now I could take a nap. And what time is it? I don't even know. It's one something? It's one something. That makes my heart hurt. <laughs> Damn it. I thought it was like 1030. I felt that way when I looked at the clock this morning. Because I knew everyone was up. Like, yeah. I heard everybody's voices. And I was like, okay, everybody's up. I need to get out. And I guess I just fell flat back asleep. I slept till like 1030. <laughs> and that it's is... It's a cave up there. It was so good. I had the best sleep that I've had in weeks. It was nice. I appreciated it. I cleansed up there earlier. Did you? Yeah. It felt very nice. and had yeah. the new little blanket on it. Little nostalgia blanket. I love that. It's the most comfortable It's very blanket. soft. Oh. I slept with my head at the foot of the bed. Why? Because that's just how I got on bed last night damn yeah and i was out sounds like it um <laughs> and also we've been very um we've had a lot of intense episodes yeah it it feels good just to each have some just some i don't want to say simple topics mm. but like just some back to basics just some topics man some basic topics some amateur witch bitch classics yeah. throwback yeah in the van. Dope lit fam. <laughs> That's exactly <it>. Dab. <laughs> um, God. Ugh. Yeah, I loved um, when your nephew was over for 4th of July. Oh, God. He, I did something, and I said I was going to floss. And he just, it elicited exactly the response I wanted, which was just, horror <laughs> which is funny because the last time he came over he was all about the floss all about the floss <laughs> but like it's just funny how when you're a kid these older people you think they're just so uncool yeah and then when you get older you're like no i want you to cringe at everything i yeah, say yeah no it's satisfying it's so funny <laughs> anyway what are we talking about today I, uh, what are you talking about? I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be talking about a stone. Stone. We haven't had a good stone in a while. No, we have not. Um, so today, let's get stoned with bloodstone. Hey! Hey! Honk, 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 Um... <laughs> That's the best impression of one of those air horns I've got. Horn, <laughs> horn. Um, bloodstone. Yes. What was uh, your question? Cool. Bloodstone. <laughs> it makes me think of blood sausage. Ooh. Mmm. That makes me think of blood blister. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yours Have, is grosser than mine. It. No. Absolutely. Have you had blood sausage? Yeah. 
Because that's like an English thing, yeah? Yeah. Or is it... I don't remember. I, where... I have had it. I know I have. I cannot recall where, but I remember it and I have had it and I liked it. It's just... It, what is it? It's very irony? Very bloody? or I don't really know how it's made. I know, I feel like there's probably like... Probably for the best. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> probably so. I'll just eat it. That's like how I am with like liver pate. Mm. I love liver pate, but I really just don't need to think about it. About how it, yeah. 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 I just eat it. Blood pudding. I've never had blood pudding. Blood pudding. I mean, I'll go for it. It sounds metal. I'll give it a try. Somebody... Somebody give us a good recipe for somebody, some blood pudding. Somebody, yeah, in like the UK or something, just tell us how to make blood pudding. <laughs> like you open a snack pack and then you put some blood into it and mix That's it in. That's it. It's That's blood it. pudding. Pop one of those little blood packets in there. <laughs> those ones you get at Halloween. Yeah. You like it's hold just in your mouth. Like corn syrup. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm a vampire. <laughs> Those taste terrible. I don't Do know what you, they it's, are. They taste very medicinally. Yeah, they have like weird. a There's like syrup. a bitter weirdness. I love it. Do you? I do. Mm. I do love to have them sometimes. Yeah. And as I was a kid, the perils of being an only child, you have to just entertain yourself. Yeah, it's true. So if I, you know, you would just have a stash of those and sometimes just look at look at yourself in the mirror for a little <laughs> while and just be like, oh my God, blood. <laughs> Fond memories of those. <laughs> um, but today I'm talking about Bloodstone. Bloodstone. What are you going to be talking about? I am rolling with an OG, man. Uh-oh. I'm talking about fucking frankincense. Oh, shit. How have we not done frankincense? I know. I Yeah, I think it'll be... I, there was a lot of shit I didn't know. So, I mean, I think it'll be good. Mm. Yeah. I love when you say I know like that because you always sound like Monica to me. Oh, I am Monica. Yeah. Basically. I am Monica. I've yeah. come to accept that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like a blend of Monica and Phoebe. She's always the hostess. I have a little, I know, that's, I, yes. I totally have, though, like, a, enough of a Phoebe streak in me to keep me from being a full-blown Monica. <laughs> <laughs> People could still be around me and not be miserable. Very competitive, also. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking of all the ways that oh, you are Monica. Many ways. Yeah. I feel like I am if if you could smash together Chandler and Phoebe. That's maybe that's just who I want to be. Which are they like one of the only two that didn't ever date? Yeah, they had that whole thing where she's like basically disgusted by him. Yeah. And like she was giving a massage to that cute guy that she was into. Yeah. And she was trying to think of anything but oh, him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, when she was like Chandler. Chandler's knees. Oh yeah, no. That Chandler's works. working. Yeah. <laughs> Chandler's toes. <laughs> Yeah, and then they did that thing where she was like, she was acting because they wanted to make them confess that he had been with uh, Monica. Yes. And so she was, you know, what did she say? We're going to, I'm going to give you all the sex. <laughs> like she's doing that. <laughs> oh, man. We're a friend's podcast now. Yeah. Hmm. Among other things. We just <laughs> added to the list. Before we go any further. Oh. This week's episode is dedicated to... Yaya D. I like that. Yaya D. Oh, God. My brain is panicking trying to think of a song. That could have not been more perfect. That worked. That was wonderful. Thank you. I don't know what she actually says there, so I think I just said itchy, itchy. There's, um, you know Luann on King of the Hill? Yes, the yeah, blonde, like, the, really, yeah, yeah, Brittany Murphy or what, you know, and she tries to sing that song once and she's, get you, get you, mama, Duke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to roll in. I'm going to roll into the blood. Roll. Roll into the blood. Into the blood. Yes. That's where I want to be. Sounds like a metal, like a death clock song. Roll. It's like go into the water. It's like roll <laughs> into the blood. Uh, warning. There is going to be a lot of blood talk okay. today. So if you just so, don't just love that. If you don't love the word blood, which I get, and you don't really love the image of, of that kind of stuff, you know, maybe not. <laughs> maybe skip to about mid-episode and see if Macy's talking yet. All I can think is the uh, little bonus track on a fucking My Chemical Romance's song. Uh, the, oh, uh, my how God. It, uh, 
courage or complete cooperation. Send your roses oh, when they think no, you need no, to no, smile. No. I forget the whole thing. I forgot, yeah. Blood. Gallons of, of the, the stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the run. Oh, what man. What is it like? Uh, never get enough. Be enough. Uh, does it raise a glass because there's going to be a blood? Raise a glass because there's going to be a blood. I like that. Right? Or was it a flood? You might say flood. That but I think sense. it sounds I like blood. It's going to be a blood. <laughs> um, I know, to me about bloodstone. I know what I'm listening to my whole drive. Just loop it over just gonna, and over. Yeah. That, and I'll fuck with Mama. I, that whole to album. this day. I will fuck with that whole album. <laughs> Happily. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Bloodstone. Mm. It is a stone or a crystal, if you will. Uh, it is tied to the root chakra. I get it. I can <laughs> dig it. I can, I can accept that. I'm with it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, the zodiac signs that it is tied to is Aries, Pisces, and Libra. I know nothing about Libras. I know the Earth is a Libra. The Earth is a Libra. It's the only Libra I actually know. <laughs> Bloodstone was the traditional birthstone. Sorry, I thought I messed that up. Uh, for March, uh, but it is now, March is now aquamarine. But before it was aquamarine. That's like a 180. It was, yeah. It went from this very kind of opaque. Yeah, red, green, deep fire to like a yeah. soft. See-through, blue, yeah. cool. Uh, so, bloodstone is also sometimes known as heliotrope, which is a Greek word meaning sun turner. Oh. Uh, and they also used, they used sun turner along with uh, sunstone is what they would call it. That sounds this. like a sword name. Sun turner. Sun turner. <laughs> sun turner. <laughs> um, but they called it things like sun turner and sunstone because they believed that anyone who possessed it was bestowed the power of the sun. I can dig it. Which is pretty powerful. Uh, it's a. It's actually a type of uh, jasper or, now excuse me, shallistoni? I have no clue. I know what jasper is. Uh, which technically makes it a member of the quartz family. Which I, I love the whole jasper family. Yeah. It's a good family. There's a good family. They're nice. Uh, it is a... It's a fairly inexpensive stone, so it's not too prized. It's not too um, precious or anything. It is found mostly in India, but also in Australia, Brazil, China, Russia, and the Czech Republic. Oh. I hear your press-on nails hitting your phone. Do you? I'm so time. sorry. <laughs> you guys, we <laughs> did a thing wherein I put on some, frankly, pretty badass. I'm long. impressed with them. They're long and sharp and black, and if I could live my life this way I would but I cannot live my life this way yeah and they're tapping on everything and I had to get Macy to button my dress yesterday mm -hmm. and I can't function and if you hear mm. it's not because I'm trying to be bougie it's just <laughs> happening on they're itself on they're fucking press on and, and four of them have popped off so <laughs> I am it's not all glamour you guys <laughs> Uh, but for the four seconds we needed them, they looked awesome. They looked really great. People in the Middle Ages, <laughs> pressing on, people in the Middle Ages began to believe that the red, because bloodstone is a, um, it's a very deep green, very beautiful, mossy kind of green. See, I don't think I'm thinking of the right stone then, because I've been thinking of a deep red stone, but I don't know what it's called. It has deep, deep red uh, spots or flecks mm. in it. And it's just really pretty because green and red are so, you know, opposite. Mm -hmm. um, it's just really striking. And people in the Middle Ages began to believe that the red was actual drops of blood uh, from Christ when he ascended. Okay. You know, and um, I guess kind of bestowed this. I, I don't know what the reasoning is quite behind it. But even today, uh, this is a popular choice of stone uh, for Christians or people who wish to keep that kind of... Um, attitude or mentality of sacrifice and enduring things for the the greater good and that kind of thing so uh, a lot of the times you'll see people people who work with angel work and things like that will use bloodstone mm. or jewelry and most people use bloodstone as a healing stone uh, and it is unsurprisingly focused on matters of the blood uh, when it's used in a physical sense you can use this in addition to working with your doctor it is helpful to encourage the flow of blood and to purify the blood, which the I'm not. Blood. <laughs> the 
blood. There's lots of... The blood. The blood. Your blood. Uh, so it's a good choice for... People who want to work with uh, liver, intestines, kidneys, bladders, all of the organs that are rich in the blood. blood. <laughs> the blood. I'm starting to say it so many times it's losing its its meaning. I kind of I, I kind of enjoy how blood. it feels like to blood. say blood. Blood. It's kind of satisfying to say blood. Blood. You sound like a vampire when you do the blood. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> We're sounding. Why do vampires sound like that? Blood. Blood. Many. Strange. Many athletes will choose to carry this stone for its ability to increase your vitality. Virile. Virility. And it's a good choice for lovers. Oh. As it acts like an aphrodisiac. Anything that gets the the blood, the pumping. blood uh, gets moving. the blood moving, pumping. If you will, a little bit of what my clamp needs right now. <laughs> Bringing a blood stone and fix it right up. <laughs> so the blood isn't the only thing that this stone is good at cleansing and purifying, uh, as it also is a good choice for clearing the aura. Mm. purifying the aura for some the perfect pairing is um amethyst some people choose to wear a bloodstone to represent the root chakra and an amethyst to represent the cerebral crown so you're like the whole body circuit yeah you're like a let's say it's a head to toe if you will if you don't want to like wear seven goddamn stones yeah seven yeah seven Bloodstone will fully ground the body. So it's great in meditations or grounding sessions, especially if you have a hard time feeling grounded or if you have a hard time visualizing yourself grounding, which I normally am pretty good, like, okay with. But sometimes I can't make it happen. I just can't make those roots come out of my feet, mm. you know, and it's, it's just the weirdest thing. So it will help to uh, ground the body. And uh, prepare you for challenges in life by supporting your physical well-being as well as strengthening your emotional resolve. Oh. Follow your heart. Okay. Is what it will it will teach you. Uh, <laughs> and it's been called the warrior stone for its emotional fortification benefits. The warrior All stone. All I can hear is, I am the warrior. What is it? It's a heart. I don't know why. I swear you were going to be, I need a hero. That is a better song. I know it's in not every way. related to Warrior in any way. That is such a better song. But you got to be fresh from the fight. <laughs> this stone can be used for when life flat sucks. Uh, a lot of stones, I read somewhere that a lot of stones will you like be little pick-me-ups in areas. Or if you're feeling a little blue, you can use such and such. Bloodstone is for when everything fucking sucks. And you're at the end of your rope and things are horrid and you just kind of want to, you're just like, I just want to lay down and be done with everything. Bloodstone is there to, to pick you up. Um, I read some more online. Uh, it's powers to relieve emotional turmoil should not be understated. Oh. Seem very pushy. Mm. Do not, you don't Do not underestimate it. No. Do not underestimate my powers. Um, Okay. So Caroline Lucas over at meanings.crystalsandjewelry.com says this. If you feel like all of your good behavior isn't making a difference and the world is just continuing to treat you badly, Bloodstone can help you get past that feeling and continue to make positive contributions to the world. Mm. So it's really your down and out. Yeah. You know, it's your last, it's your last one you turn to. <laughs> Uh, bloodstone is also great in uses of protection, and it is especially powerful to use when you feel that you are being threatened. Oh. So carry the stone if you are being bullied in any capacity. I um, said bullied. If you're being bled. <laughs> bullied. Bullied. Oh. <laughs> uh. mm. It's said to give you the strength and courage to confront danger, but also the vision to know when to retreat, which is important. Yeah, that is good. Because sometimes you got to know 
when, when to, to fold them. Yeah, you gotta know when to fold them. <laughs> gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> God, those ants. I dude, I I cannot bend my toes because they're so swollen. Oh no. Yeah. Damn, mine didn't see like mine just kind of are there. They got me good. Ants don't get me like mosquitoes get me. I mean, they like they bit me, but they it's just not I'm not asked if about it. If you rubbed your finger across the top of my toes, it would pop. It would feel like tapioca pudding. <laughs> there were bites everywhere. You're welcome. That was so visual. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. Oh no. Uh, bloodstone <laughs> bloodstone absorbs the pain we feel that's what you need right now for all of your ants. just set it right on top of them <laughs> dip it right in the pudding right in the pudding the blood pudding the, comes there it circle. is that's how you make it <laughs> ew ew <laughs> send some you send some people to go get eaten up by ants yeah yeah wait a day and put bloodstone on it Dig in. There you go. <laughs> Disgusting. Bloodstone absorbs the pain we feel. Right. Uh, it can hold on to some of it or create a barrier between it and us. Uh, so anytime great pain or struggle has come to visit you in your life, such as chronic or terminal diagnosis, death of somebody who who is really close to us, or, or anything that's very painful, reach for some bloodstone to help um, kind of separate the pain because it's healthy to feel our pain like it's healthy to experience all of our feelings and to feel our feelings but it can kind of create a barrier between your thinking and your feeling Mm. um so it can help us kind of come to terms with reality um and and not be completely like irrevocably overwhelmed Mm. uh which can happen easily especially in situations where you know you do learn like something horrible or you don't have you know you don't know how to deal with the passing of somebody or, or something like that. You need to kind of compartmentalize and it can help you do that. Uh, and it is not all just doom and gloom. This stone can help with matters of the heart. Um, again, because it's so tied to blood, mm. it's going to relate to heart things, blood things, liver things, uh, organ things. So it'll help you make important, immediate decisions. So those times in life where you don't have a lot of time to hem and haw around about it, you kind of need to know what you're going to do. It'll kind of help make uh, those decisions. It'll help you connect with ancestors uh, because of its tie to blood and the blood that has been passed down to you. Uh, and it can also encourage your your generous side and your courage, um, which are very matters of the heart, love and bravery and Everything like that. Uh, there, are, Those are all aspects of this stone. And if you wish to meditate using the stone, whether it be for physical healing properties or emotional, or if you need to make that goddamn decision, uh, you can use this chant here I have. Mm. I am safe. Mm. I am steady. I accept the wisdom of renewal and change. Ta-da. Easy and simple. Easy and simple. It's, um... It's not a lot to it. That's good, though. Yeah. I like that. Um, I It's one of those stones that does what it does and does it well. Yeah. It's very targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, the first time I had an experience with bloodstone was I had just Googled really quickly, like, what stones can I connect to ancestors with? And I saw a bunch of petrified wood and a lot of the higher shot, like, crown and, and third eye type stones that you can use. Uh, and then bloodstone just like really poked out to me because it's so unusual, mm-hmm. um, kind of spotted, polka dotted mm-hmm. almost. And in very rare instances, because um, it's mostly green and red, in very rare instances, you can have a little bit of this like yellowness to it. Yeah. Uh, and it was so pretty. So I remember I was at Hearth Wisdom, and I they had just had a big bucket of it, and I was like, I'll take one, and I just picked one up, and it just it was you know when you pick one up and you're yeah, like, yeah, feels this is, right, this is it. Um, and I have had it out on my altar during times where I wanted you know to connect and things like that. And what's really interesting is I completely redid my altar because I think everyone out there can maybe relate to your altar getting a little junky, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> And it needs just a good refreshing. So I took everything off. I organized everything. And I was like, I'm going to redo this 
based on instinct, you know, because normally I'll be like, let's do all blue or let's mm. do all this. I was like, I'm just going to pick the things that I feel like are calling to me. And I ended up with this tray with a bunch of different stones on it. And by the time I, I was done, it was rose quartz, regular quartz, um, amethyst, and my bloodstone. Mm-hmm. And my bloodstone, like, just kept. And I was like, you don't really fit with a theme here. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and I was like, fuck it, do it. Because I, I just, like, felt like I needed to do it. And then looking into it. You work with an amethyst, too. Yeah, it? Was, yeah, it goes with amethyst. And it also goes along with everything, like the rose quartz, love, mm-hmm. matters of the heart, that kind of thing. Uh, and it just was one of those instances where everything fell into place. And I was like, mm-hmm. you do go with the theme. Mm-hmm. Look at you. <laughs> Um, but it's used a lot in jewelry, which is really interesting mm. to me. Um, and, and it's just some, one of those things that's worked its way down, almost like turquoise. Yeah. You know, there's like just turquoise in everything, everything in jewelry. If you start looking, there's a lot of bloodstone in the same kind of, I'm like belt buckles and mm. everything else like that. Um, so blood, blood, <laughs> give me some of that blood. <laughs> All right. Gather round. Children. Kids. Greg. <laughs> Sit down, Greg. <laughs> Greg, you're getting distracted. I'm going to talk to you about frankincense. I thought you said crankincense. Frank. Yes. 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 You tell me about that crankincense. We got an OG member here. Yeah. It's been present since day one. Been around the block a few times. Mm. Telling you. Mm. Yeah. Him and Patchouli are just, I don't know. Yeah. Go on. Go, go on. I ran out of steam Please for that continue. One. <laughs> so, I have scientific words for you. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the hesitation already. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you get frankincense mm-hmm. from trees... In the genus Boswellia. Oh. In the family of Bursaraceae. I think. Bursitis. <laughs> Bruschetta. <laughs> Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like mainly five trees. <laughs> That sounds delicious, right? Oh, my God. With some olive oil? Oh, shit. So there are five trees, mainly, that it comes from in this uh, genus. So there are the Boswellia sacra, Mm. the bee cartery. No. No. (laughs) This is the tree. Damn, man. Bee ferinia. Bee serata. Sriracha. And B, Papa, it looks like Papa Reefer, Papa Reefera. <laughs> These are my Pappy Reefera. B, Pappy Reefera. If I have a grandchild, <laughs> I would like to be known as B, Pappy Reefera. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> These are my favorite um, trees now. And let it be Especially sealed in into the universe as law yes. from this point forward. Now it'll actually happen. Papi Reefera. <laughs> Come here. Give you Papi Reefera a kiss. <laughs> oh, God. Can I just call you Grandma? Oh. All right. So, frankincense is a weird word, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's a weird word. Frank. Frankincense. Did some guy named Frank? No, finally. No, oh. for once. For once. Yes. God damn, that's refreshing. I know. I thought the same thing. So it comes from the old French words, Frank incense. <laughs> you don't say. I know, right? Uh, surprisingly. <sighs> uh, which means high quality incense. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Huh. But Franck. Franck. Those aren't accents. I don't know how to speak French. But Franck <laughs> incense in English with a space in between. So it's tech, it's not Franken. It, yeah, it's probably like. It's more Franck. like a 
bonk. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so there are multiple grades of quality for frankincense, just like with most resins and a lot of shit like this. And really, a lot of that is determined by time of harvest, mm. uh, depending. So there are like a few times per year that it's done. You'll get your frankiest yeah. frankincense. Frankest. <laughs> uh, the Boswellia trees are shrubby little boys. As all of the best trees are. We love them. Uh, so they're kind of scraggly. Um, however, they're fucking stout. <laughs> they're stout boys. And they're total survivors. So, like, they can grow out of rocks. Oh. Like, they are just, like, tough little dudes. I'm going to be here. Yeah. They are going to grow whether you like it or not. <laughs> Uh, and, and along with that, just live in very unforgiving climates. Mm. They're just tough as shit. Hmm. Um, differences of soil, climate, species, uh, all play a role in the different outcomes of the resin. It's kind of like making a wine, oh. I feel like. Like all of the shit that happens oh, in the wine. Oh, yeah. Um, it's got its own, like, brand. It builds, and, yeah, yeah, like its own little identity. Hmm. The extraction process occurs pretty much just by stripping off a piece of bark and the tree pools up sap oh um and those are dry they're called uh tears that's what they're called and it's very sad it makes it I sad don't you like it. bleed the tree yeah. and there's tears and you harvest the tears of the tree that's already been through such a shit to to just grow yeah you know just to survive in this climate um so these yeah these strips of beaded sap they're called tears and they're collected upon uh, hardening and then they're hand sorted depending on quality and color oh so you let it get all damp bloody bloody and you let it harden and then you just like scrape it off yeah you like pluck all the tears off grody yeah well really though well the way you phrased it yeah pluck all these pluck the tears off pluck off these crusty tears Mm. Mm. okay then we burn it and it smells great yeah so only uh trees that are eight to ten years old like I mean, like sorry. Let me rephrase. Only when they turn eight to ten years old do they start producing sap. Huh. So it takes them a little minute to to get there. And the trees are what? Macy dot exe. Hold on. Oh, okay. The trees are tapped two to three times a year. How do you? Does it just like regrow its bark and you just strip it off again? Yeah, and I guess you rotate where you. Strip Ew! It oh, it's like a scab that it's just like won't a skin heal. Farm. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a hearty chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. So there's they're tapped two to three times a year, and the last harvest is like the best. It's the most virile. <laughs> um, it is a higher concentration of our helpful terpene friends. Mm. So there are terpenes in frankincense, yeah. which is not surprising to me because it has that same limey, you know, kind of mm. like that Palo Santo has. Mm. It has that similarity there. And okay, so like over eighty percent of it is harvested in Somalia. Hmm. That's like. The big place. Yeah. Um, which is, it's also where the Catholic Church sources their frankincense from, yeah. is, is Somalia. Because that is a lot of the times what they're burning in those. Um... Yeah. Okay. I know it's not pronounced brazier. How do you spell that word? Brazier? I think it's bra- like like almost like a brage. Like brazier. I have no Is that clue. right? I don't I... know. I saw it a million times Brazier. when I was taking these up, but I just read it as brazier. You just go swinging the braziers. Yeah, just with some frankincense in it. Just pumping everybody. Get with... them smoky bras. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. That's probably sacrilegious. I'm sorry. <laughs> likely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. Uh, it's also grown in southern Arabia, Ethiopia, and mm. Sudan. Ooh. Frankincense is no stranger to religions. Mm. I mean, really at all. It mm-hmm. just kind of hangs out with a lot of them. Yeah. Along with myrrh and gold, yeah. it was one of the three gifts to Jesus. Let me do that. That actually slipped out. Jesus? <laughs> you think that's not going in? You fucked up. <laughs> wow. To Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, um, by the wise men. Uh, <laughs> at the time, this gift, it, it, 
to him, it's speculated that it would have been worth more than gold. Really? Very expensive. Huh. Highly prized. Um, so fuck that guy that brought gold. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he didn't bring the best gift. Hmm. Yeah. I wrote in big paragraphs. I know I don't need to do that. And I did it again. So it, it, it shows up all in the Bible multiple times. Hmm. It also shows up in the Jewish Talmud and uh, sacral Jewish ceremonies such as the Keteret. I did not have time to look up these pronunciations. Frankincense was in such high demand by Europe and Asia following its introduction that it put Southern Arabia big time on the trade, oh, the global trade. Yeah. And it was on uh, the Silk Road. It mm. was, you know, on that trade. And it led to that region getting nicknamed Arabia Felix hmm. or Arabia the Blessed. Oh. Yeah. Who's Felix that he decided to grace his name onto that? Arabia the Felix? No, it was nicknamed Arabia Felix, which translates to Arabia the Blessed. Okay. All right. <laughs> Some dude named Felix renamed it after himself. Like the Blessed. Start calling this Arabia Felix. So, a bunch of ancient civilizations were all about the frankincense mm. and the myrrh. Um, Murder. I love how that word's written. Murder. How it's spelled. So, okay. Ancient civilizations, such as Romans, Greeks, Egyptians, Israelites, all really used and cherished it in ceremony. I There's this show on Netflix, and it's narrated by Sean Bean. Oh, boy. And it's like um, the story. It Like, there's three seasons of it, and each one tells a different Roman emperor's story. Like, there is Caligula and... Uh, Fucking Nero, I think, is one. And I can't remember the last one. It was the best season, but I can't remember his name. Anyway, uh, all the time, in every scene, there are big pots of just frankincense burning. Yeah, and, like, because it's um, reenacted, but you have in, like, full scenes and whatnot, but Sean Bean, like, pieces it together Mm -hmm. as the narrator. So there's, like, tons of incense. There's so much sex honestly an absurd amount of sex i was gonna say wasn't caligula like um the caligula was fuck he up. was nasty right? he was psycho yeah. fucking crazy which it seems all of them went psycho after a little while all that power and worried about getting stabbed 24 7 going to your head yeah man it was a nightmare so but anyway they're burning a lot of frankincense in that show bless you jesus so, I know. Jesus. Jesus. I turned into. I don't Mr. even know Mackey. what that was. Jesus. Jesus. So it was also present in burial uh, and death ceremonies. Hmm. Uh, Nero, when his favorite mistress died, burned an entire year's supply. That's actually fucking up the global trade. Whoa. Yeah. Um, How romantic. Yeah, he was. He was also, I think, a little batshit. It's okay. A good romantic needs to be. Can you imagine the smell of that? A whole year's supply at like a funeral? Here's the thing. If I put too many nugs of of frankincense on a charcoal disc, it smells burnt. Yeah. So a year's... And and back then... I wonder if it was a year's supply just everywhere. Like if you just ordered everybody burn it or if it was all piled there and burned. Ooh. Either way, your town's going to be... Your whole... Yeah, everything's going to smell like frankincense. Cleansed. (laughs) All the spirits in the area are like, shit, Shit, hang on. (laughs) Get to the cellar. So it was kind of threefold uh, as to why this was done. Uh, In in like funerals and death ceremonies and things like that. So it was an offering to the one past, um, as well as embalm them at times, and really to mask the smell of a dead body. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. Back in the day, there was not much in the way of what they do now. And uh, you're sort of stinking yeah. in like a couple hours, oh, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um, and you're burning them. And I heard that that stinks. I've heard yeah. burning flesh is not a good smell. Yeah. And so just burn a bunch There's of like a bunch stuff. of hair and your flesh. I mean, I guess it doesn't, ha- you know, there's a lot more than just meat. There yeah, there's organs yeah. which are going to stink. Yeah. Ooh. So you have frankincense helping you out. A year's supply. Just... 
Nobody smells a if thing. If you were special. Mm. Yeah, if you were the favorite mistress of the emperor, you got a whole year. That's your symbol. How do the other mistresses feel? You know, I know. It's like, how much are you going to burn when I die? Yeah, every two-year supply. <laughs> I will not be second. Yeah. Just talking shit about her. <laughs> she didn't even love him that much. Only a year's supply. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'd have gotten ten. Oh, God, that's terrible. That's awful. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay, so the embalming uh, was, of course, done by the Egyptians, uh, who in mummification would remove all of, like, the the giblets, Mm. you know, the organs and things like that, Mm. and then would pack the cavities with frankincense resin. Really? Apparently, it not only did it help with the preservation process, but it helped stop some of the stinking. Yeah. Well, I imagine so. Yeah. Kind of a gross visual, though, to like to imagine pack. all of the cavities yeah. packed with little resin pellets. Yeah, it's almost like the what is it like tryptophobia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of gross. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into some metaphysical properties. Metaphys. I feel like these are some of the most well-known. Uh, you know, frankincense is it's almost up there with sage. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like a it's a staple. So it's believed to elevate the mind oh. and open the third eye. Um, I burn it a lot when I meditate because it's it's really good for that kind of thing. Um, it makes it very valuable in types of meditation practices, uh, religious and ceremonial practices. Really think about it. You know, when you are even in worship, you're you want to reach that higher state of consciousness, that connection. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just interesting how it correlates with mm-hmm. those practices and ceremonies when it does that exact thing. Mm-hmm. So it can be used as a smoke or an oil. You can use the essential mm. oil. Along with this, it allows for the connection of spirit, you know, like that allows you to kind of enter that higher state of consciousness. You kind of forget about the physical body and connect to, you know, mm. this deeper energy, this deeper power, deeper consciousness. It's believed to be a fine offering for a whole shitload of deities. A fine. A fine offering. offering. It's fine. I mean, for like everybody they're all cool with it um <laughs> some of them being just to name a few the sun god mm. the titans oh the shit. muses oh uh dionysus like really anybody just pick one dionysus i feel like is kind of just like whatever yeah they're all happy with yeah. it like just whatever. go for it it's excellent as well for purification mm. uh clearing out of negativity and raising the energy which i help attribute or like i feel like the terpenes kind mm-hmm. of play a role in that you know, it's believed to be the best resin for uh, the purpose of cleaning a space out before ceremony. Mm. You know, you're clearing out the old, but you're also getting the energy raised. Mm. You're getting this feeling of that connection. That getting high. Yeah. And like that higher consciousness. Yeah. And it's like you're prepping it before you even begin to start getting into that. You're place. ready for a, a visit. Yeah. You're yeah. going to go on a, a trek. Going on a trip, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It also can be used uh, in exorcisms. Um, yeah, you know, that just seems to slip itself I love, in regularly. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that wild card. Like, every few topics, we're like, oh, and by the way, in exorcisms. And it's great for getting rid of the devil. Yeah, out of the blue. But it makes sense, you know, and especially uh, it, it's so heavily used by the Catholic Church, mm. you know. Um, but, yeah, exorcisms. Seems like a big chore for such a, like, a nice scent. Yeah. And that's always the ones that they it attaches itself to. It's always such a nice little thing. Mm. And then you're like, also exorcism. Yeah. Hmm. NBD. <laughs> On its free time. Yeah. It just, you know, clears out the devil. Just imagine it like on a job interview. It's like I heighten the consciousness and I connect you to deities and I also do exorcisms. I and cast um <laughs> the Dark Lord. Just real deadpan. <laughs> so being full of terpenes, that means it is also good for calming down, you know, some anxiety and things like that. Not to say it's going to like replace your anxiety medicine, but you know, if you're feeling kind of stressed, just like Palo Santo has that effect, just mm. kind of the terpenes and whatnot uplift your mood and help with anxiety and things like that. As an oil, it's often used in anointing. You can anoint the area of your third eye uh, before meditations and whatnot to help open that up. Infants uh, in the Catholic Church, uh, you know, in part of this, but infants as like, or people in rites of passages will be anointed with 
frankincense. Hmm. So, I mean, it really, it, it makes itself, it weaseled in in a lot of ceremonial practice. Um, and I love those, the things that they swing. They yeah. make so much smoke. There's a lot. They make so There's much smoke. There's a lot. Those are really cool. A brazier, I guess. Brazier. Basin. Basin. <laughs> okay, but there's like some serious medical uses going on with frankincense, and I did not know this at hmm. all. And uh, some of these are like as a result of medical studies. Hmm. Um, and they're now basing, because it's been used in folk medicine and medieval medicine and shit like that forever. I mean, really for hundreds and hundreds of years, but now science is starting to really take a look at it. So there's studies backing these things up, which is really, really cool. And so it played a really big part in the rise of its popularity. Of course, you know, it was this spiritual thing and had all of these purposes, but it also helped a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helped raise it up to another level of popularity because mm -hmm. um, it kind of made it like an everyday thing. I mean, yeah. if you were super rich, like first of all, it was very expensive. Mm -hmm. So, and two, and like along with some medical shit which is still medical is also some hygienic purposes oh okay which i feel like back in the day oh was nice yeah. you know that's a good you thing. take anything you could get yeah yeah um so now yeah there are current studies um being used to even that even maybe make it look like and they have to do more of course you know it takes a lot of studies to really determine something mm -hmm. that it might be like a fucking cancer fighter as well as really good for inflammatory diseases, huh. uh, things as arthritis. A big one was uh, in recent, so here, I got to get in order. So we'll start with the cancer study. So in several studies for multiple types of cancers, I saw bladder cancer and breast cancer, mm -hmm. uh, those two in particular. It's able to attack cancer cells directly without harming healthy cells, huh. which is a big challenge with cancer treatment. Yeah. You know, you have chemo, which really just kind of, wipes yeah. out everything yeah and and so it has that ability just to kind of seek out the baddies hmm. and wipe in, them in out. what form were they using it i you know i'm not sure i think i'm guessing in oil oil i guess i, yeah. I think yeah i i couldn't find that huh. um but yeah and so then you have all your healthy cells left I was like, well huh. shit that'd be a big deal yeah it can be inhaled ingested as well as applied topically i didn't hmm. know that you could ingest it apparently uh -uh. you can please be careful know what you're doing look it up <laughs> i'm not going to eat mine refer to our disclaimer yeah um so this does allow it for a wide array of uses when it's ingested in supplement form some studies have shown improvements in gastro issues such as crohn's and uc or huh. ulcerative colitis and that's that anti-inflammatory mm -hmm. type properties traditional medicine is used frankincense for centuries to treat respiratory issues, such as bronchitis and asthma. Mm -hmm. And in some recent modern studies, there is maybe a little bit of an answer coming to that as to why that is. So it, it looks like frankincense prevents the, prevents the production of leukotrienes, leukotrienes, I think, I don't know. These things that lead to the constriction of the airways, oh. um, causing Allergy attacks, causing asthma attacks. Allergy <laughs> So, also for hundreds of years, it's been used in oral health practice. Hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing that. This one I did not know. Huh. I did not know that that was a thing. Such as in, like, toothpastes, mouth rinses, mm -hmm. or mouthwashes, things like that. It um, apparently helps prevent cavities, bad breath, toothaches. Uh, this is due to the boswellic acid. Oh. Um... Which helps give it strong antibacterial antibacterial properties. Which I, that was one that there haven't been like too many modern studies mm -hmm. on that one yet. Uh, as well as my last one, which for a very long time it's been used in its oil form, uh, likely with a carrier, um, to help prevent skin conditions like acne, things like that, because mm. of the subtle antibacterial properties. Mm. So I don't know if maybe it's kind of like tea tree oil in that right. way. Um, but that was something that's been used for a really long time, but they haven't, like, uh, it hasn't been dived into mm. really from a modern perspective yet. That's really interesting. But that's frankincense. Yeah. There you go. Frank, like, it sounds really uh, similar to Copal. Yeah. But also to uh, Yerba. Yeah, yeah. Some of the things it was talking about, you I got, feel like, like we respiratory also said. shit yeah. and whatnot. 
Yerba. 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 Let's go get some yerba. Let's go to the store and get some yerba. Minnesota. That was, that was, that's, that's all I got. So, frankincense. Fran. Fran. Cardi B frankincense. Yes. What was it? Cardi Bium? It was B. <laughs> B Cardium. Card, Cardum, Cardal, Card something. B Cardi. Cardi B. It was Cardi B. It was Cardi B. <laughs> she's a source of frankincense. Little do we know, she's made all the frankincense since the beginning of time. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what you learn on this podcast. We're an educational podcast. <laughs> Tell everyone you know. I think frankincense was the first actual, like, resin incense I ever used. That's probably the case with a lot of people, though. I don't know when. I The first time I would have ever used it would have been after I got that little sampler from Bear and Wendy. Yeah. I think that was it. And then I tried myrrh, and I was like, oh, no. I've come to love myrrh. Really? Yeah, I really have. I have come to feel like it just smells like stinky cheese. Sometimes I'm like diehard in the mood for it, too, and hmm. it is satisfying. I think I put my myrrh in the red robin, round bob box. So, listen up, children. Listen up. Here we go. Uh, next Wednesday, which is July 31st. July 31st. It is the last day of our charity fundraiser for Operation Honeybee. Mm. So if you've been thinking about it and you haven't yet do doing it, you haven't doing it yet, um, do you, it. you got a week. Go do it. <laughs> Go do it. <laughs> Go get it, Dune. If you wanna, if you wanna, Dune it. Go Dune it. That was my uh, Scottish accent. Mm. Get it, Dune. By the way, get I get Dune. <laughs> it's really bad. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> like the first half, every word but Dune is still Texas. <laughs> Go get it, Dune. Get it, Dune. Which I was really surprised by old Michael. What's his name's? I like Highland accent. McKees? Yeah. Yeah. I was, for a little while, I was like, is that, is he doing a thing? Like, is he doing that voice? Or? Yeah. Like, Hunter didn't know that he's not a Scottish actor. And I told, I was talking about, because I love Michael McKean. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was like, he's not a Scottish dude? I was like, no. No. And that's not an easy accent. See, he, here's the thing. And I kept thinking this. I'm like, he must have had, like, a grandpa or somebody yeah. who was, like, Scottish. Yeah. Because a lot of the times... People who can really nail an accent, like um, like Mike Myers when he does like Shrek or yeah. So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah. His dad is from Scotland, mm-hmm. so like he's grown up. He heard it. He knows yeah. all of like the little things, the, the little tiny. And that's what I think he really nailed about it. Is he got like the little mm-hmm. things too, which is I'm always so impressed when he's American, right? I think he's American, I think, or maybe I'm just really impressed when people can nail an accent. Really yeah, well. I am too. It blows me away. Yeah. And I'm also blown away by the fact that so many Americans do the shittiest, like, British accents. Mm -hmm. But I have heard a shitty American accent maybe twice in my life. We are so easy. Yeah, it seems like we are a very easy accent Uh, to do. And it's, well, you know, the bad one I heard was actually, um, who's the guy who played, like, in Harry Potter, he plays Ron Weasley. Paul Rupert, Rupert, Grant? Rupert Grant, what Paul, Paul Rupert? Rupert? I don't know. It's his off-brand brother, Paul <laughs> Rupert. Oh my god! They asked him in some interview to do an American accent, and it was the worst thing I've ever heard. I have never, but like, all you have to do is like pull the R's out really hard. I think. Yeah. Anytime you hear like a British person do an American accent, they're always like, "Well, I guess we'll go to the car." Yeah. And it's all it's the it's that very all American Superman kind of yeah, voice. Yeah, like Stan Smith. <laughs> yeah, they're just channeling Stan Smith. Anyway, so get 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 that fundraiser in. Yep. By next Wednesday, uh, and let's see. My foot itches really bad. And I'm trying not to do it because I've already torn. You can see where I've torn myself up, and my if, I just need a minute. Ant bites are so itchy they're killing me all i want to do is claw them open but i know the moment i do my life is ruined see that's why i have scars and shit all over my leg is not because the bites it's because i scratch them so much see i i can usually refrain <sighs> i just, just need to not get started i that's... just have to like breathe a minute and yeah because if you start you're not you're not stopping you can't stop god damn it it hurts though okay hydrocortisone is good for that mm. and i've heard that if you get 
like a big bowl and put it on your stove, you can crank up the heat and roll that beautiful bean footage. You actually got me for a bit. Did I get you? Time. That's why I was looking at you very empty eyed. I was face. trying to read your expression. I was like, she's either way on. I feel me. like I wasn't conveying any expression at all. <laughs> I was kind of deadpan. Um, alright, here. We've got we've got one from Aurora Dawnbringer. Jeez. That's, that's that's a sword name. That is, yeah. Aurora. Dawnbringer. I am the Dawn the Dongbringer. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora Dawnbringer says, if you're not singing along, dot 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 dot. Are you even trying? No. Charlie and Macy make learning witchcraft fun and interesting. Thank you, guys. Oh. Thank you, Aurora Dawnbringer. I'm obsessed with that name. I can only hear it in the faux hammer voice. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's in the, uh, it's one of the weapons in the Hobbit. Uh, the faux hammer. Oh my God. But when he's like saying the name, like the faux hammer. Dawnbringer. It's in the cartoon one. <laughs> we don't want to go to war today. <laughs> But the master at the lashes says, nay, nay, nay. It's such a weird little musical. I love it. I love the fucking orc. Here's the thing. I want to post it. Didn't it have like that weird little. And it had like a. Yeah, it was super hokey. It was so bad. And I think that it's almost as good as the live action scene where they're like trotting all the orcs down. And Frodo and Sam have to like get dressed up. Oh, and yeah. find their way into the little troop and that horrifying big orc with like one milky eye yeah. like screams at him. Mm. I think it's almost as good as the cartoon. I think the cartoon's almost as good as that. That was a walk to get there. Listen. And I'm still not certain <laughs> fully what you mean. Just, I'm very tired. <laughs> we did a lot of stuff yesterday. <sighs> In the hot, hot thing. But we were also very dressed up. And we got very sweaty. And we had makeup and there were ants biting our feet. Severely. So if you guys follow us on our socials, you may have seen that we had some very professional photos taken. Yeah, man. We're very proud. Yeah, man. We actually just did them yesterday. So you, by the time you're hearing this, we've probably put them in your faces. Oh, yeah. Many times. A lot. And the after effect of that has led to today, which is just very tired. Mm. I feel like I've sweat out my whole body. I am tired. I'm very tired. It was a fun time, but we did go crawling into bushes. Yeah. And um, sat on hot tarmac roads. Put on clothes that are... Put on dresses that were... Oh, my God. Yeah, and then stood in an ant pile for 45 minutes. Yeah. Macy caught her hair on fire. I did. I caught my hair on fire. That happened. And a candlestick. <laughs> so if you've seen those beautiful candlestick photos and you're like, wow, beautiful, know that two seconds before that photo was taken, I caught my hair Macy on fire. lit her hair on fire. I can't survive. It is amazing that I survived. <laughs> and it wasn't even like a little bit like... It, it was a substantial, like, it went. I know, it flamed up, man. It's, I don't know how. I don't know how your hair's not gone. No, it looks good. And she's not hurt. Nothing no. happened. I just, that's just, I, I get through life pretty lucky like that. Like, I mean, I feel like Hunter helps keep me alive a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just in. He did, like, tell you to get out of the road yesterday. Because <laughs> you were just laying in the road. But other than that, I feel like I have enough luck to keep me alive. <laughs> so, if you're interested, we have some WBAH merch for you. One merch. One merch item allowed. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, please. As many as you please, want. Please, please, please. No. Uh, and where can you find that, Mace Wad? You. Oh. You. <laughs> <laughs> you. You. You can go to our website at wbahpodcast.com or witchbitchamateurhour.com and you will see a link at the top that you can click that takes you to the store. Hell yes. Yeah. You can also send us all of your emails. Mm. 
Send us a compressed file of every email you've ever sent. Forward all of your emails to us. <laughs> WBAH podcast at gmail.com. Seriously, please don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> You'll immediately be blocked. <laughs> blocked and reported. Mm. Macewad, where can you meet our friend Jim? Insta Jim. You can go take Jim out to lunch. <laughs> at witchbitchamateurhour.com or god damn it at when are we gonna learn these at witch witch amateur hour we've got a tweeter mm. at as you chomp your raisin yogurts they're delicious they're delicious it's our tweeter bitch hour, bitch hour. fuck, fuck you, you. Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. No bitch on Facebook. No bitch on Facebook. That came out real raspy. No bitch on Facebook. That was less raspy. More Marge. More Marge. Uh, Patreon. We do have a Patreon. If you, if you, if you want to support, we have Patreon.com. I'm gonna redo all of that. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash WBAH podcast. Where is the sweetest, the cutest little P.O. box of Texas? You can find the sweetest and the, the cutest, cutest little P.O. box in Texas at P.O. Box 865. I can't in Texas. And I found three. Write it just like that. Yeah. When you address those letters, try to put that inflection on it. <laughs> Which, can we talk about the cute little ways that people have addressed letters to us? Uh, we've been had names given to us. Yes. Um, Jordan from <laughs> Moonlands Apothecary made it Charlie and Macy Witchington yes. was our last name, which that was fun. I believe it was Kim. Who sent something to Charlie Wintry Beans. Yeah, yeah. I love how beans have infiltrated. Uh, absolutely. Just like when someone on the coven said hashtag blessed beans. Blessed beans. And I still to this day think if they are not in a marketing career, they fucking need to be. Because it's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. I actually, we, we kind of want to get with them and get their permission since they technically coined it. Yeah. I would love to make a shirt that's like blessed and then put like B in parentheses yeah. and then like beans. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. But I think that would be a cute shirt and I would wear it all the I time. I would wear the fuck out of it. Plus beans. And it would be a piece of merch that we could offer that did not have the word bitch on it. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> which could we be need. nice. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Blessed be all of your beans. <laughs> and, I don't know. What you picking at? Shut up. Don't act offended. I looked at you earlier today and you went, don't look at me. Because, okay, I was so frustrated with these fucking nails. And I was trying to type like a whole ass email. And you just can't. You have to hunt and peck. And it's been so long since I've typed hunt and peck style. I was like in kindergarten that you almost forget how to do it. And then the nails are just like clacking away and people are trying to have a conversation in the background. And I'm sitting there fuming. And I felt like you were looking at me because my nails were tapping. I literally just glanced. And I just snapped. I snapped. (laughs) That was the straw. Sis popped off. (laughs) All right, let's go. Let's go continue having um, a day. Let's continue on with our day. I hope so. (laughs) <laughs> the alternative would suck. Would not be as fun. And we do not super soon because I think we are, we got a couple of episodes in the back pocket to put out. But here, fairly soon, uh, we're going to be putting out something real special, I think, that you guys will really enjoy. Fuck yeah. We're going to be recording it in about two weeks. And then not long after that, it'll it'll come out and it'll be, uh, it's a little special. I it's going to be a lot of fun. It will probably excited. bust it into two episodes. Yeah, a lot of learning. And um, we'll kind of document that process. So stay tuned. Mm. If you're looking for a reason to, k- to keep listening. To just carry on with us. I understand why you'd not want to. But <laughs> everyone at home is like, this might be the last one. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'll yeah, stay. I guess stay just stay for a little longer. We yeah. got something pretty cool coming. Something right nice. 
That's rat nuts. Bring that music in. It's <laughs> an awful noise. I can't do anything with these nails. It's so fucking frustrating. I'm going to cry. <laughs>